Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. Knock, knock. Who's there? I'm not going to answer. Go fuck yourself, Manny, to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're waiting. Is that it? Leo. Leo. Oh, are you sure? Leo. All right. (laughs) Hey, Leo's here. Leo, too. All right. Well. I'm just going to go right past that. (laughs) I want a refund. (laughs) I'm just going to go right past that, right past that, because we'll get caught up in him start doing impersonations next. Hi, I'm Leo. This is the Unaccepted Podcast. Thank you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, as always, we're going to do a little bit of weekend catch up. We got a little shout out from Weckfest. And uh, then we got a little bit of anime news, a little creepy thing with some zombies. Yay. And then we got some headlines for our car stuff going on. So uh, what's that? Yee. Yes. So let's get into it, boys. How do you guys do this weekend? Shout out to my girlfriend. The right hand or left hand? Both. Nice. <laughs> nice. It's a blow up doll. <laughs> <laughs> I said I had to say something random. <laughs> I had to. So hold on, hold on. For weebs, is it blow up doll or is it the pillow? Um, it, it, has doll be, too? No, it has to be the pillow for blow. Uh, yeah, but y'all talk to the weeb expert Manny over here. I mean, you already know this too. You're a weeb too. No, sorry, I was ex weeb. I ex- retired that shit. All right. So how do you retire it? Uh, you retire it by getting like a kind of like you know retire a jersey and then you just have your wait no wait wait no no, no wait no, no okay no I'm just gonna leave that one alone I'm yeah, gonna leave that yeah. one alone <laughs> yeah. the pillow stands on its own <laughs> you still never got it all right all right I'm gonna leave that alone retire you gotta, hang your jersey up boy <laughs> you guys you guys gonna explain that to me later because i still don't understand we're not gonna that. explain a shit we're not gonna explain nothing it'll be epic no <laughs> what's what's like the best thing for an audio medium podcast is inside jokes yeah probably not but yeah inside joke within all we're gonna leave that one open-ended right now <laughs> what do you mean it's inside joke within everyone not leave one out <laughs> I mean, we're leaving almost everybody out of this one. So sorry. That's yeah, where it ends. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I was about to cut you off right so you started talking about it. <laughs> well, I'm going to have an inside joke for myself, and it'll be funny for me. Okay, you got it, buddy. It's a party of one. <laughs> <laughs> a very lonely party. All right, all right. So besides your time with your uh, blow-up doll, I guess, since you retired your jersey for the pillow. <laughs> How else was your weekend, bud? My weekend was pretty amazing. A lot of... Uh, uh, I went to a maid cafe, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, and... Uh, That's me, not something weebs do. No, no, definitely not what weebs do. I came in as a uh, as a car enthusiast. <laughs> don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> got it, got it. I came in the car enthusiast, left as a car enthusiast. It was at a maid cafe of booth babes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, no wheel specs, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah everybody had weak wheel specs i didn't like that they were on reps oh all right, uh, he, all right. Uh, he wasn't there to understand the joke maybe not go fuck yourself and you're it's literally a joke with another podcast group and 
Tony knows it, but I forgot that you don't know it. That's why. Well, how come I'm getting left out from everything? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I am so I bummed out. I'm going to have to look up the episode and send it to him so you can listen to it. it. It's an episode from 91 Octane. I think it was like one of their first trips to SEMA. SEMA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. We'll send you the link. Don't worry about it. So I can be part of it finally. <laughs> Something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. So wheel specs at a maid cafe. Oh yeah, uh, it was pretty fun. I went with a group of friends. Um, they're they're weebs. Don't don't get me wrong. And some of them were car enthusiasts too, so I didn't feel too left out. And I made a big scene there. <laughs> a big I, scene how? Oh uh, well, when you know we're waiting for our turn to get inside the maid cafe, they brought they call us in and they're like, I forgot what it said. Something Japanese. They said konnichiwa soy sauce. And when I came in through the little curtain thing, I came in, I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I made it. I did it, mom. And everyone was all looking at me. And also, on top of that, someone in the maid cafe was having a twist date in there. So when was they were having, having a what? A, there, all right, there's a streamer there, a twist streamer, and they were having a date. At the maid cafe, and they were streaming it on Twitch. That's weird. So when I came in, and made that big loud noise. The guy turned around, gave me a little dirty look, and the girl just laughed. So I just continued what I was doing. Hey, take that as an achievement. You made the girl laugh. Yeah, I did something. I it took him forever, or spent a lot of money <laughs> to go on that date. I'm just happy that this Twitch date was not virtual. Mm, no, yeah. Well, I mean that does happen. I really hope not. <laughs> VR chat, that. dude. Like literally. No, let's not talk about VR chat. Like... <laughs> no, no, not what I saw. There's a documentary about that, and that shit was sad. That, anyway, yeah, that sounds sad. It's really sad. It's, it's really depressing. But anyway, I, I came in there to be like, okay, this is your table. I was like, I said, fuck yeah, getting a table. And we sat down, you know, and then I cooled down for a bit, you know. And the maid's like, oh, you know, how you guys? And I'm like, whatever. And they're like, what do you want? I want a fucking the dessert combo. She's like, cool. It comes with a drink and a Polaroid. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's dope. And they're like, oh, we have this and this, but we have a secret menu. We have the frog parfait. I was like, y'all motherfucker got Kermit the Frog? Give me Hold that on. shit. How is it secret if they tell you about it? I, I, apparently, it's like no one knows about it, but I guess we were cool enough to know about it. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was like, "Give me that fucking Kermit the Frog uh, parfait," and we were waiting, you know, as 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 per usual, human being. They brought our little Calpico drink, and you gotta do like a little chant and shit. And I, I don't tell me how the chant go because I definitely forgot. I know it's. Foodie, foodie, something, something. Kawasaki Ninja, somewhere around the line. And she's like, all right, now repeat after me, and we're going to do it together. And I looked all the boys and Jose. All right, we're doing this. Like, yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Why is it all the boys and Jose? <laughs> <laughs> and a <What> female. <laughs> and, and a female. Like, and I got these singles at Jose. Every time. Knows. Every everybody, time. Knows, everybody knows Jose. You, you sus. I'm sorry. Continue. 
anyways, so you did your chant? Uh, when we did our chant, we were fucking slamming on a table, screaming it out loud like fucking bunch of Neanderthals. And then the maid was all hype, and then everyone was getting hype in our table. And then you see the other table, and they're doing their chant. <laughs> there was some weak-ass shit. And when we got a drink, I was like, hell yeah. And you're like, oh, wait, before you drink it, you got to do another chant to make it taste good. I was like, oh, hell no. It's like, yeah. So this chant, I do know because it was easy. And it was three words. It's you grab, you make a heart out of your hand. You start from the left side. And you go right. And then you put the heart to your drink. And then the chant is, Moy, moy, Q. <laughs> so imagine a fucking a big dark fella doing that shit. <laughs> it was. I mean, I'm sorry to say, but it's actually very easy to picture you doing that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We well, tr- I remember me and my friends tried to go. Yo, how many times have we seen you in that made in oh, that made right. outfit? Twice. This this was all just training. It's pre-warm up, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the they, trial phase. They they told me like, hey, we're hiring for buff maids. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like grabbing my beard. I was like, hmm. They're like, they were talking about it. And then my friend, like, Leo, you should do it. I'm like, maybe. She's like, you got all you gotta do is show your calves. I'm like, that is true. I need to show my calf and and everyone will be impressed, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> I remember me and my friends were trying to go to a maid cafe when we went to Japan, but like just to like witness that Momo Kyun little ritual when they give us the food or drinks, or whatever. But they spit on you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, pricey in Japan, so we didn't bother. What? What's pricey? Like a, a, expensive. What's expensive? Just ordering the food and being in there. What's the price we were trying to ask? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't what the fuck? I don't remember. That was like seven years ago. We should remember. If it was that expensive, I would remember. Damn, that shit was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the price for sure. I won't go there ever again. For... <laughs> That's the type of shit I'll remember. <laughs> Did you say how much? I'll never forget that price. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, we did the more more Q and I said it was like, we all did it together because I told them I'm not doing this by myself. <laughs> I'm definitely not doing that shit by myself. So we all did it together as a unit. Because <laughs> remember, there's an I in unit. Got it. So we said that shit in the fucking most brutal voice ever. <laughs> and then our par- our parfait came and someone ordered some random part like dessert where it requires a fucking wand. <laughs> And what? A wand, a glow-up wand. Okay, I'm not so far not too surprised. And then you gotta like start pointing at it and start fucking do whatever. And it said if it turns purple, that means it's good. If it's green, that means it's poison. I was like, I looked at my friend. Oh, it was Jose who ordered it. I was like, damn, you're fucked, Jose. If it's green, you die. <laughs> you die at the maid cafe you think about that <laughs> and then you know it obviously turned purple I was like damn you got the you got the lean in your cup you got the drugs I see you Jose oh After, so he ordered purple drink the purple drink 
Oh, all right, all right. Then, um, you know, after we're making a big hoop and a holler, uh, it was a Polaroid time. And my friend went up, started throwing gang sign with the maid. And the maid went through the gang sign, too. I went up. I did a fucking some gang sign, too. And then everybody started doing gang sign at the same time. Just imagine on the local news, like, like breaking news, local weeb shot at a big cafe for throwing up gang signs. <laughs> As me throwing up the fucking crip sign. That'll be epic. All right, cool. So it sounds like you had fun. Yeah, and then one of the maid came because this is like my second time there, but I still don't know how the fucking shit goes. My other friends, they've been there like multiple times. They're like fucking veterans over there. And she came, she comes to us like, you know, because of you guys, we get like non-weed, non-made cafe enthusiasts coming over here. And the first thing they do is ask for me. And then they ask if I am the one that does Crip Walk and Blood Sign. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I had it's a big part of it. But yes. Uh, yeah. I, I had a big part of it too because when, when the first time I went there, because I was throwing the fucking Crip Sign. No, the Blood Sign actually. My my friends, they're like, they're not weebs, but you want to go to the meat cafe. They're like, who do I ask? I'm like, do you, you ask for this maid? Is she the one that does blood and crypt? Yeah. You got to ask her if she does, if she can do blood and crypt sign. Cool. And literally like next week, next week, he went to go get a photo with her. He was throwing a fucking like crazy crypt sign, MS-13, all that crazy shit. <laughs> Most hilarious shit ever. And a bunch of maids came over to our table like, letting you guys know, thank you for hyping this shit up. You guys are fucking the best. Why? Fuck yeah. And we were laughing. All the maids were coming up to us like, Yo, thank you guys. Your energy was fucking awesome. You guys were the best out there. I'm like, fuck yeah. Everyone's out there. They're fucking lame. And yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, uh, we need to go to a maid cafe. Didn't we talk about that? That we're going to try to go? I think yeah. we did, but then Leo scheduled and went without us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've been saying this for a long time, but then Tony, I but got You never scheduled. Tony's with like, or, or, or I got dog training. Manny's like, I, I'm having barbecue with the family. I think uh, it's just bad because I couldn't hang out with them because I had barbecues with families. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, let's hang out. Oh, no, my family's coming over here. I'm like, go fuck myself, then. He's been legit mad at me for two weeks straight because of family. Damn right. <laughs> I have something All planned right. out. I have something planned out. I'm like, yeah, man, you and me going to hang out the day of. Uh, you know what, Leo? Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Yo, what, uh, Leo? I, I can't hang out. I have family uh, over. I'm like, God damn it, man, you can't. Can't do anything with you now. We gotta make sound bites of that. <laughs> we do, honestly. We do. Actually, um, Leo, we're gonna line up your imitations on the uh on the hotkeys so we can have it ready at any time. So what is it? The invitation of Peterson Museum and Made Cafe. Got it. Yes. <laughs> Which Peterson Museum is more an attainable goal than a made cafe. Okay. 
because we all we all like a good car museum type shit. This is true. This is true. And I, I, I safe to say that I believe we all would rather go to a car museum than a meat cafe. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. I'm just waiting for whenever. Well, actually, now, but both of y'all, if you guys can be free on the weekend, Manny, the uh, the it's a fifty-fifty, literally. <laughs> you, Tony, <laughs> you're you're just a you're another fifty-fifty as well. Me, you just got to plan way ahead. I do plan way ahead. I play. I plan a month ahead, and when that time comes, you know what? I got you all a training. I'm sorry, you guys can't make it out. <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah. Plan with me ahead, and I'll and I'll see if I can squeeze time. Same as well, because I usually have everything planned out at least two months ahead. Usually, Tony, what are you doing? Oh, so, <laughs> work. <laughs> so I have to plan it three months in advance. Then, uh, no, that doesn't mean I have something every single weekend. What about next weekend? Mm. Next weekend, the only thing I have is to schedule a pickup for the puppy. What about this Saturday? Again, I just have to schedule a pickup for the puppy. So I'll be doing that scheduling, I think, tomorrow. And I'll find I'll find out for sure what, whether I'm going to drop it off to him like Friday morning or more than likely Friday evening or Saturday morning. Let's plan a, let's all plan a date on the museum. Yeah. All right. Down. Yeah. A three-way date. Sounds good. We're going to all hold hands. Nice. And Sounds could, good. Let's do it. And then we could all, <laughs> then we could, uh, what is it? We all can go to the beach and look at the sunset together. Whatever you want, Leo. Can we hold hands? You can hold Manny's hand. I can't hold What's funny hand. is that we tell him whatever he wants, but we're not going to do anything he wants. Yeah, literally. That's literally what goes. <laughs> the listener, this is, this is true. They just lied to me in my face. I just accept it <laughs> with false hope. Okay, All that right. was off off tangent. Uh, Super off tangent. <laughs> we're talking about the weekend. Manny. We ended up talking about yes. weekends. weekends. Do you do anything car stuff on the weekend? Not really, just because since I work on the sun all day, like all week, like once it gets a weekend, you really don't want to do shit and go out. So I just stayed at home. Uh, the most I can say about a car related stuff for my weekend is that I was able to get an 82 Toyota pickup four wheel drive in my hands. Nice. So going to start the restoration process on that soon. Cool. Did you ever get rid of the other Toyota? No, it's, it's a work truck now for the nursery. <laughs> yeah, I've I seen the faith for that one became unfortunate. I mean, unfortunate for the truck, but beneficial for the for the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is this one going to become a work truck? Hell no. <laughs> My dad already fell in love with it. He's like, like, he wants to help me restore it too. All right, all right. Very cool. Well, that'll be a cool little uh, project to do. Oh, yeah. Let He's us know when you start. Go ahead. Let us know when I what? <laughs> when you start sourcing out parts yeah it's sorry been Leo, for, I cut you off it's been sitting for like quite a lot of years so just need to get the uh trans and engine serviced 
and then work our way from there. Yeah, flush everything out and see what if it still turns on. <clears throat> yep. What about you, Tony? Anything for the weekend? Um, I actually took the car out to like a little uh, back to school fundraiser thing. Really? Yeah. So I loaded up or I cleaned up the Fox body and realized that, uh, dude, I got to restock all of my cleaning supply stuff. I had like nothing left over to actually like clean the car. <laughs> mm. It's been a while. It's been a long while. So I took it out. Uh, something super, super local here. It was hot as hell. Most every car was a challenger and charger. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't exactly say it was the most inspiring little car event, but I think it was more just for me to get out and drive the car for a bit. There you go. Did everyone, did everyone like your car? Uh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of compliments. Uh, mostly old timers. <laughs> Old timers see that thing and it's like a blast of them from the past for them, you know? Yeah. But um, I did meet somebody that uh they want to get their dog trained and they own a rap company. Oh. So oh. uh we were talking about maybe bartering off some stuff to uh do some rap work on my car. So or my scooter. Uh maybe for the Outback or the Fox. We'll see. I'm still deciding. The Outback? I want to delete the Chrome, dude. Dude, honestly, Chrome deletes are much needed. I can't but, stand fucking Chrome. But Tony, why, why are you going to like del Chrome delete and spend money on that if you're going to sell it within a couple of months? I'm not going to fucking sell it in a couple months. <laughs> yeah, we all know it's going to be a different car. Uh, we'll see what happens. But no, I want to delete the Chrome for sure. That I don't know. It bothers me. I don't think it oh, looks good. You're deleting the Chrome for the next previous owner, right? The next owner? Sure, I got you. Got sure. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I originally, I was actually going to talk to uh, Scott from TFT to get the Chrome delete, and he gave me a really good price. The problem is just making time to go over there. Yeah. Because I'm definitely not anything close to local. <laughs> oh, no, no. That'll be no problem. Just drop it on my house and I can take it over there. I'm like a hop skip away from Scott. I mean, that's still like dropping it off with you. How am I going to get back to work? Or, you know what I mean? No, that's fine. I'll give you the Subaru. <laughs> so you, you can deal with the 91 uh, grade uh, octane gas and the prices. What makes you think I don't put 91 in the Outback? Do you put 91 in the Outback? No, but... <laughs> <laughs> then stop complaining. It's, it's, plus, you're going to have a fun you're gonna have a fun time, too, with the, the WRX because it has no AC and leather seats. Oh, that's the best combination ever. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> I like my bougie-ass AC. It's, you don't need it. I turn it on from inside my office to make sure it's not hot when I get outside. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Not doing it. Yes. But anyways, that's been the biggest holdup for me is finding time to drop it off for them to do the work and then pick it up. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Because on the weekends, if I'm not doing anything out there, man, it's... I don't want to drive all the way out there just to drop it off and wait around for a while, you know? I mean, you could always pick me up. Pick you up for what? I am on the way. And then what? I don't know. <laughs> I think You're usually hit, working at that time. I think he's trying, to hit, he's trying to hit at you up something, you know? I know. I'll tell you something. Mm. But yeah, the biggest thing for that has just been uh, making time. Obviously, um, I know Scott will take care of me and do really good work and everything, but we'll see what we can work out. Maybe I can find a... 
a second person to work out some bartering, you know? You think Scott can wrap my scooter? Probably. Mm-hmm. Definitely hit him up. He's super close to you. Well, a lot closer to you than me. Scooter wrapped. Hey, scooter wrapped, too. Mm-hmm. I got to talk to him later about that. <laughs> Which scooter are you trying to wrap? Mine. The one that can't turn on? That one, yeah. Actually, uh, I'm getting I love new, your priorities. I got, I got, new, <laughs> <laughs> I got new carburetor and a new... Um, I forgot what it was, a choke system and, and a squirter and whatnot. Squirter. So, yeah. So I won't make that shit go 85 miles per hour. When do we expect it to be running? Uh, pretty sure by the next um, Cars and Coffee. Nice. Can't wait Ho- for that. Hopefully I get it wrapped by then. Here, Very that nice. I'm going to do it by myself. <laughs> and just hope for the best I don't fuck it up. But usually, there's always, no. There's always spray paint. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm not going to do any spray paint either. But knowing with my luck, I'm going to fuck it up so hard. Oh, shit. All right. Well, let's move into the next topics. This is why we got to start, like, timing ourselves with this shit. <laughs> I, blame you guys. To... I blame you guys for this. I blame shit. I blame you. I totally what blame the... you. What, what did I do? do? Most of the time. What did I do? I didn't Actually, I blame Manny. Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> See, we, we work as a unit. Over the I unit. I think it was Manny. There you go. Yep, there we go. <laughs> I don't consider I unit. I consider G unit. Manny, you can walk out the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Weckfest shout out. Weckfest shout out. So this is to one of our listeners. Also, a, con- a uh, contestant who did the For the Challenge, the unofficial, official, unaccepted podcast challenge number one. He came in a mighty second place. And he is at Goldwing underscore Gendo. And at Weckfest, he won the best 80 cars at the show. So big congrats on him. And big congrats on his super, super cool fucking Sterion with fucking Goldwing doors. Heck yeah. Congrats. Hell yeah. Yeah, his car was. I don't know if you guys saw his car yet, but his car was fucking awesome. That's awesome. We'll repost it on the uh, unaccepted pod page. Yes, sir. Sweet. So big congrats on him and big W. And also shout out to uh, his friend, um, Bad Luck FC3S, that they both work on it together. Oh, nice. Awesome. That's real teamwork right there. Heck yeah, man. All right. And we had something about a off-road meeting in a parking lot. Yes, and I forgot to mention this on the weekend catch-up. But knowing me, you guys, you already know I already fuck up multiple things. There, I went to a Saturday. I went to an off-road meetup. Oh, basically a Toyota off-road meetup, technically. And there were a bunch of Forerunners, uh, pickup, Hilux, Tacomas, all meant for off-roading. And it was, it's not my scene. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay but it was the most coolest shit ever and basically like beyond lifted trucks rock crawlers you name it they're all there and they had a, like a flex competition where they had a big ass vertical ramp and they run their their truck on it and see who can get the most flex out of it and that was pretty cool and it was a cool environment a lot of interesting trucks and forerunners a lot of money been poured into that for damn sure oh yeah and hey man, with that money the, the cars are running 
Yeah, they're all running. And I was trying to get lucky. I was trying to see if I could find a 22RE around there for sale. Because, you know, they're all old Toyotas and they all run 22RE. So I was looking through the little swamp meter going on if they were selling a 22RE around there. But no luck. Uh, a very cool truck that caught my interest. And I posted on the podcast page as well. Uh, story, actually. Uh, there was a lifted uh, off-roading truck that was also the bed dancer. And for the listener, a bed dancer is it's a form of lowriders incorporated in the mini truck era where instead of the cars bouncing and everything, it's the bed of the truck is going up and down and doing 360 vertical spin and whatnot will forth. So this was on a off-roading truck, which is already high. It was like taller than me, regardless. I think all the trucks taller than me, to be honest. And he had the bed activated where it was lifted even higher. So I'll say it was like a cool 15, 20 feet high uh, bed. And that was pretty cool. That was pretty gnarly. That's crazy. So he did he do this on a Toyota pickup or like yes, an Eastern Toyota, hard body? Toyota pickup. Toyota pickup. Okay. Yeah. And it was cool as hell. But that community was pretty cool. Everybody was super chill, friendly and everything. Right on. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't think I've ever really done explicitly like an off-road meet. Yeah, but what kind of I find it weird as well was this is off-road vehicles. I would assume they would have an off-road meet. Off-road? Off-road. Yeah. I was saying like, you know, Grange, like that area where all the dirt is at. And then that would be more it. But for some reason, they had a parking lot, which I don't mind. I mean, it would be easier access for me to get there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. No, it, it is a little bit weird. Yeah, was, you'd figure, I'd figure, you know, if you want to do an off-road meet, find a little trail and get everybody out there. And then you can do your flex stuff on an actual rock or something. <laughs> yeah. What I did like is, um, you know, where all the lampposts are at, at the at the parking lot and they're on top of concrete, right? Yeah. Mostly all the truck were on top of the concrete, just flexing hard. So I found out pretty cool. It was such a cool environment. I really liked it. All nice. right. Yeah, Very that cool. Was, that was my experience. Yeah, different little world. Yeah. I know it's a world I actively kind of avoid. <laughs> yeah. You do. Oh, Tony, there were the best, best news. What's that? There was Outback off-roading cars. Your oh, people sh- were there. <laughs> I don't know about my people, but I'm your sure they people. were there. <laughs> I mean, technically, they're the, your people too, Leo, because they're Subies. No, I don't. I don't. I don't talk to Subie people. Minus Tony. <laughs> Minus Tony. I don't like every WRX owner. Like they try to talk to me, I ignore them, or they tell me, "Oh, how do you like the WRX?" I straight up tell them, "Yo, WRX are the biggest piece of shit I've known in life. I I despise WRXs." You've had ample opportunities to fix it and sell it. No, Alex. Uh, last week, Alex brought up a good point. Alex, like, oh, if you mentioned, if you, you also mentioned, say 5.0 swap, there are a lot of people have been mentioning that. No, Alex <laughs> mentioned this. Look, no, Alex 86 Alex, he mentioned this. Like, oh, he's Leo when he's Leo, but you mentioned WRX. It's oh, Mr. I don't own a WRX. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, Alex, yeah, yeah. Alex always tell like, tell them, like, was telling everyone, like, yeah, like. He, he'll brag about the Celica. He'll talk about his mommy van and the Honda Accord that he'd be driving sometime. 
but he never mentioned or never posts the WRX. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's really, that's true. I never talk about it, nor I want to talk about Susie. <laughs> Which Susie is, it's, it's the name of the Susie. Okay. I didn't know you named it. It was a long time ago. It's about a mm. year now. Susie. Got it. Got it. All right. All righty. Well, next topic, Manny. Yes. Something on bleach. Do you bleach your clothes? No, my eyes. Oh, uh, God, drink it. <laughs> uh, so there is a rumor going around, and it's becoming more of a concern towards the anime community. Because now with like anime like progressing to become more mainstream and more mainstream in people's lives are here throughout the world, you see all these big time streaming companies trying to win over the rights for anime to stream to stream them and stuff. And with the return of Bleach coming back with the final arc from the manga, the, the, the Thousand Year Blood War arc, everybody's trying to understand who's going to have the streaming rights for this anime, especially since Fizz Media does no longer stream anime service, uh, no longer has like an anime streaming service. So everybody's trying to understand like who could be the one to stream it. Everybody's speculating Crunchyroll, but for the most part, a lot of people are concerned because it could it's rumored that Disney Plus will have the exclusive rights towards streaming Bleach when it comes out. Interesting. Now, where does the rumor stem from? Do we know, or was it just a meme that kind of got viral? It's they're cons- uh, it's more from like the possibility of Hulu getting the rights just because of Disney Plus and Hulu transferring the rights to Disney, supposedly. I'm not too sure. The rumor is kind of weird. Uh, I was just reading an article right now on comicbook.com. Uh, and one of the things is that a lot of people are concerned about is like nobody really wants Disney to get involved into anime because nobody, because they think that Disney will just fuck up the anime in general. Okay. In terms of like censorship and all that other stuff. So people are concerned about that. Yeah. So that's just like a, ongoing concern right now with the rumor and people are hoping that's not true true but there's not a whole lot stopping them from like hey buying out anime Mm. contracts and just producing them right Mm kind of like what netflix did with a lot of them yep there's nothing stopping them from doing that well a lot of the animes that netflix had that had like netflix original they it wasn't netflix original they just slapped on the well, that's what I mean. Yeah, they, they bought out the uh, yeah. the rights to it, basically, and produced the content. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing stopping Disney from doing that. Oh, they yeah. got the money for it, for sure. And the power. And the, you don't mess with that Mickey Mouse. <laughs> you don't mess with- <laughs> I'm more worried about talking shit on Mickey Mouse than what we did on Ferrari last week. <laughs> no, fuck, fuck that. Like, for Leo, he could care less about Ferrari sending a season to the list. I, I'll, I'll take that as achievement if Disney sends one to us. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it. Are we right, have like, right. you know how like Disney Channel, like they have like high school music. Oh, now you're watching Disney to make like a little shape of Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Are we going to have Ichigo the, the doing that shit? Ichigo? Yeah. <laughs> it's Ichigo. It's him all bleeding. Now you're watching Disney. <sighs> Just imagine seeing bleach actors at, at like Disneyland and stuff walking around. Oh shit. He's doing a Zenpakuto. Oh. <laughs> knocking little kids out <laughs> and I didn't... comes in and like offers a duel with him and everything <laughs> then, then I'll start buying the Disney pass 
the annual pass, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, it's still is- too expensive. I still wouldn't do it. No, I never went to Disneyland. It's wild as hell now. It is. Is it? Oh, I'm yeah. Like, last time I went was like, wow, three, four. Oh, yeah. shit. That was a super long time ago. Yes, sir. Last time uh, I went was like last year, basically. I came in here to see the American dream. I saw that and I did not have fun when I was three, four years old. Bro, going to Disneyland is not the American dream. It is, apparently. Everybody overhyped it. But when we go to Japan, Disneyland, that's a different story. That is true. I think Japan, so does Japan Disneyland have like anime stuff? I would not know, but I know it's for sure cheaper. No, Mickey Mouse is all like Mickey Mouse and his crew, his clubhouse friends, they're all ninjas. So you see them doing backflip laying on their neck and shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, just for reference, the Disneyland, I just Googled it right now. The annual pass is now up to 1300 bucks a year. I'm good. I'm fine. Don't need that. Actually, I do know a plug can get me into Disneyland very cheap. There you go. I had a plug, but that person doesn't work there anymore. Yeah, I'd had a job interview there once. <laughs> How was that? Uh, I was interviewing for their loss prevention, but I ended up getting into the union instead, which obviously turned out better. Just imagine seeing a Cholo in a Chargers jersey or Raiders jersey trying to steal Mickey Mouse jerseys. And at that point, you're probably catching middle-aged suburban moms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. The Karens. If there's one thing I learned in my time doing loss prevention is uh, the same people who are the store's customer is also their shoplifter. It's not always like, you know, who you might think it might be, you know? Yeah. It's me. Definitely. Definitely, Definitely yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, if I go there, uh, anything Disney-related not make me interested in anything. I'll get bored. I will not feel shit. I'll vandalize, probably, but not feel. <laughs> Disclaimer, I'm not stealing shit or vandalizing Disneyland. Got it, got it. No worries, no worries. Remember, the podcast is all satire. Yeah, Nothing yeah. we say shall be taken seriously. I am talking to someone on Fiverr. That's, you know what? That is something else we got to do on Fiverr is our disclaimer. No, I am. I am talking to someone, so. Oh, nice. See, I'm already making moves. Making moves, man. I got, Speaking I got, of moving, oh, oh, I'm doing a segue. I'm doing a segue. You, you have to mention that. I already know you're doing a segue. <laughs> Go smooth. <laughs> Damn it. Damn, I fucked it up. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, redo re- oh. it. Redo it. I'll pretend I'll act surprised again. No, no, I'm not editing that shit. <laughs> no, 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 but I'll pretend I'll act surprised. Go ahead. Just go ahead, Tony. Oh, speaking of moving, <gasps> our next topic is going to be necrobotics. A smooth transition. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I'm doing on a podcast. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, it's beautiful. Necrobotics. Every time I hear the word necro, I think of dead stuff. Well, kind of like with your fantasy games, right? Like yeah, necromancers. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They, that's usually like a typical at uh adventure or fantasy game or whatever yeah. class or whatever. Lord Lord of the Rings. Sure. Yep. There no, you go. no, 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 <laughs> not Lord of the Rings. All right, not Lord of the Rings. But anyways, yes, necro is usually something that's dead, undead, whatever. And botics, robots. So this story is not car or anime related, but some stuff like this that pops up, I like to talk about kind of like 
I think it was a robot orbital lords. We covered another one, right? Oh yeah. So this one is necrobotic spiders. Scientists turn dead bodies of spiders into zombie robots. Oh, beautiful. That's what we needed. Right. Why didn't we come up with this before? <laughs> uh, I so, can think of something cool. What's that? Uh, necro. No, I got nothing actually. Cool. <laughs> necro anacrids. Anacrid. There you go. Yep. Necro anyways, body pillows. There you go. They basically take these dead spiders and they use these, um, they call them mechanical grabbers. So basically they're getting them to grab and pick up stuff then even manipulate switchboards or circuit boards. I'm sorry, circuit boards. Mm. Mechanical grippers is what they call them. Oh. And um, essentially what they do is uh, these little things can pick up little pieces. I'm not really sure what the fucking purpose is, but apparently it can pick up stuff up to 130% of their own body weight. So five pounds. I don't even think it's that. Honestly, spiders are fucking super light, dude. 10 pounds. Um, so they did these with the, um, I believe the wolf spider. Okay. Wow. So you, it's not like a super huge fucking spider. You know what I mean? But a pretty good sized spider. Fair, I guess. But um, so basically these things can grip, hold, pick up stuff <clears throat> at a, you know, pretty, pretty decent, like heavy stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and apparently they got up to a thousand flexes before the essentially dead body started kind of like deteriorating on them. So basically the, the, the spider's fully opening and flexing clothes to kind of pick up stuff. Hey, you know what? These necro, what? necromancy spiders, they could be useful, actually. Now I can think about it. How so? Let's say you found a barnyard car, right? Uh-huh. And you want to get rid, rid of all the like pests and shit. Grab like a jar full of these motherfuckers, drop it inside the car, and you start cleaning out your car. Boom. <laughs> Trying to look for a little diagnostic. Yeah, they're dead already. They, I they're... mean, you can use it to fight that. Uh, the cockroach? The cockroach that you were fighting. Yeah. You can bring in your own necromancy spider army. Ooh, yeah. Have them protected <laughs> on me. And then you can watch Lord of the Rings to get some ideas on how to use it. Nah, I'm good. Or right, well, I could use what movie is the Terminator. To see, just in case it, like it retaliates on me, I know what to do. <laughs> All right, but just to be clear, they didn't reanimate them. They didn't bring them back to life. They're not technically like undead, right? Yeah, they are still dead. They're not doing a whole lot other than expanding and contracting their arms to pick up stuff, like a hydraulic device yeah like we were talking about before the recording like when the spider dies you know how they curl up yeah basically they have like a second heart which acts like a or maybe it is their heart that acts like basically a hydraulic pump and that's kind of how their limbs actually work they don't work off of like muscles and tendons so these scientists got creative and basically fucking to put it you know to dumb it down they Stabbed it with a needle, super glued the needle to the outside, and then they used a syringe to basically mimic a hydraulic pump. <laughs> Jesus Christ. To make the spiders open and close. <laughs> hey, this is a start to something. They're going to go from little spiders to birds to monkeys. 
Well, they already started doing birds. Remember, pigeons and robots. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we, we, we got to skip. Yeah, we got to skip birds. So the reason do... why you don't see them at times is because they're recharging their batteries. That's hey, that's facts. And I do have a point. But then we're so, gonna go. We're gonna go to not birds, obviously, because they already they already abandoned that. They're gonna go to silverback gorillas to humans. We are fucked. <laughs> we are fucked for sure. You're gonna see me at the assembly line making Hyundai parts. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> but I'm gonna have the employee of the week, though. That's what matters the most. <laughs> you got it. So, anyways, this is kind of like a weird little thing, but uh kind of how uh we were talking about the schedule with the zombie, the necrobotic zombie spiders taking over, it becomes post-apocalyptic now. Mm-hmm. What car are you guys using to flee or get away, right? Let's say there's a safe haven somewhere. Yeah. And you need to travel across the country to get there. Okay. Toyota pickup. Toyota pickup. They're fucking indestructible. You mean something that does isn't probably isn't even fucking airtight, so those spiders are getting in there. That's why you duct tape. You do have a point. Seafoam, that shit. Maybe. Maybe, okay, maybe. I was about to say fucking the Forerunner. <laughs> <laughs> make sure that's just four-wheel drive too but i'm gonna make it like death race style you're gonna make it like what death race oh okay okay you know how like the windows like shut her down yeah like that and the windows are blocked off and then you got like little machine guns shooting from the side and mines in the back and spikes all over the place all but that's it for spiders all that for spiders hell yeah this is true. This is true. Well, instead of machine guns, it would be flamethrowers. So I guess when it comes to this, it always does end up going to truck in a sense. Yeah. It, it makes more sense. I mean, technically, you can use a car if you wanted to. Yeah, but I mean, even I would go truck. But I would go with the old 7.3 diesel. Tony, we're, we're talking about making their lives. Those things never die, dude. <laughs> Those things are fucking... Five, six hundred thousand miles on the regular. And they just break in. <laughs> That's like, just broken in. Yeah. Basically. Just broken in. <laughs> and it's a big ass diesel. So I'll fucking run over Manny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God Manny, not me. Oof. I was sweating for a second. <laughs> I don't think you're not next. <laughs> uh-huh. Don't forget, they threw a Toyota pickup off the cliff and it survived. So I'll be good. Yeah. Don't forget, there's a whole bunch of them that are fucked up in a junkyard right now still, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make my car, like, twisted metal style. Yeah. Complete with spikes for no reason. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Has a crazy-ass superpower. <laughs> Actually, that no. Makes I'll, sense. I'll get a bulldozer. Uh, not... That's going to be a long trip across the country. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. If twisted metal can do it, then I can do it. Got it. All right, all right. Well, let's keep moving on because we fucking fell behind. Well, talking about end of the world, Tony, what's the next topic? Ooh, the end of the Challenger and Charger. It is really the end of the world, isn't it? I, you know, I don't know, but because this has all happened before, right? A couple of weeks ago, we talked about the uh, the Camaro ending its run, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was only for California, correct? Mm, no, I think that was for everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, that 
I don't see any manufacturer ending only for California, considering we're the largest. No, did like, they say they were going to stop selling Camaros here in California because of the brakes or whatever? So that's separate. Oh, okay. That's separate. They were going to stop selling certain, uh, I think, like the SS model or something like that. Yeah. Because there were some uh, brakes that didn't meet our standards or whatever. They're but, not eco-friendly? Uh, no, this is, yeah, this is full discontinuation of the model. And now it's a discontinuation of the Charger and the Challenger. Hmm. So apparently by the end of next year, they are also done. Interesting. So, that, so technically that means we only have two muscle car left. Two? Two. I mean, technically There's... three, but two. Obviously the Corvette. And we have oh. the Mustang. You know, I kind of put the Corvette more as like a sports car. Okay, then. So, technically, so technically two then. So what's the second one? Well, first the Mustang. Yeah. And I still consider this a muscle car. I don't care what you guys think about this. It's a CTSV. Yeah, yeah. I'll allow it. No, I'll, I'll yeah. allow it. Yep, definitely. I'll agree on that. Yeah. I still want the wagon. Oh, good luck. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can get the wagon now at your local Cadillac dealership with the trade in value of your outback. <laughs> uh, a good deal on one of those would make me trade the outback in. Are you sure? Probably. Just it trade in be a manual wagon, though. Trade in your wifey's uh, wagon and your Outback to get a CTSV wagon, and then buy yourself a 2000 Honda Civic EX. Why do I need the Honda Civic? And blue. <laughs> Why do what? I need the Honda Civic? Uh, for work. Oh, eh, not anymore. I'm carpooling. It's kind of nice. I'm saving so much fucking gas money. Whew. Or buy yourself a 2005 Prius in beige. And then straight pipe it. And straight pipe it. And lose your catalytic converter. Straight pipe everything. No, yeah, but unfortunately, we only have two muscle car left. Yeah, that's true. That's it. And then um, Dodge is trying to do like, man, I think, what do they got? Like three or four different little special editions, basically? Yeah, yeah they got the jailbreak, the red eye. And I forgot Oh, the other one. The 342, the 392. They all look the same. <laughs> They're no like special appearance. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the demon, the Hellcat, the red eye, the scat pack, shaker, jailbreak. The jailbreak. Variants. They all look the same. Just a different motor or different Pretty much. You they... know, that's a good and bad thing that they've always kind of had like fairly similar styling that it was it made it really hard to tell the difference between them sometimes uh, it definitely was no yeah you, there's a lot of people with v6 faking it putting hellcat badges hey, and it, it works it, half the time <laughs> yeah then once you realize when you're popping up the hood you're like damn that's a v6 buddy you lied to me <laughs> but you know what i'm also not a big dodge guy so maybe there's a whole bunch of obvious tells to like the dodge people and we're just like oblivious to it because we don't pay as much attention to it that is true yeah, I mean, kind of obvious to you. He listened to V six, like it sounds raspy and quiet. Must be. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. If you're talking about sound, you can definitely hear the difference in them. I remember I had a charger. He had like the three ninety two badges on it, so the scat pack basically come up to me. Like I had my windows down, and I just hear him rev the shit out of that. Look over, I was like that does not sound like a three ninety two. Obviously, it was a V six, so I was like. I'm in the Mustang, so I just rev and he gets all scared and just runs away. Hey, she'll let him know, hey, buddy, that's a V6. Your bank don't like when you rev it. 
<laughs> I kind of felt like I was getting accused to having uh, f- having like fake badges. Then they thought I was like a four cylinder as well. In the Mustang? Yeah. No, you can hear that shit. Like, yeah, it's very you obvious. Can hear no, 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 you shit. can hear it. But like, I was at a light, so like it was kind of low and quiet. The dude just came out with blasting music, so he wasn't able to hear it. Uh, well, talking that's about, my guess. Talking about challengers, you know, doing looking the same. Manny, you have something about the challenger, don't you? What about the challengers? Oh my god, Manny. <laughs> fucking smooth brain did you guys know that the challenger and charger are not even detroit they're mexico aren't they canada oh yes that's a hard curveball right there i i had no idea they were producing canada neither did i i was expecting mexico not gonna lie same honestly (laughs) (laughs) you would have said mexico i wouldn't be surprised i'm like okay canada Well, let's try to set Manny up one more time for that headline. Well, anyways, as we were talking about how Challenger looked the same as other cars, Manny, you said something about Challenger being a little different? Uh, they're two doors. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so we saw a report that they're going to be coming up with like a custom option from the dealerships as convertibles. And I always liked how Challengers and, uh, and Chargers have kept away from being a convertible but now they just went downhill even further for this i know you looked up more information about this right tony yeah i did so um well i don't know anybody that else that does four-door convertibles i do oh, that's right maybe besides like the pt cruiser and shit pt cruiser oh, two doors. is it oh, oh, the, those oh the, the morongo <laughs> the morano the morano oh that abomination that's yeah. right yeah. Ew. You mean convertible? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, there's gonna be a challenger with a drop top option. Now, this isn't really an OEM fit, it's OEM assisted through a aftermarket manufacturer. It's gonna be an RV manufacturer. Uh, you know what? This is a manufacturer that actually specializes in doing convertibles on a lot of classic cars. Because I remember they did, um, back in the good old days, the 90s and 80s, a uh, manufacturer will bring their car to an RV specialist company uh, specialist company to make an, a convertible. Interesting. Probably because like, of the awning work they, they do, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, and also, the, it happened for the Celica, too, for my generation. Celicas are specially designed at an RV place for the convertibles. Interesting. Which is really rare. Convertible really rare for convertibles and Celicas. Yeah. All right. Well, this is kind of like a, uh, I guess it's like a little. Um, it's a custom option, if I'm correct, right? It, it's a custom option, but it's through a third-party manufacturer, a really similar to what Celine is. Ah. Right? Celine for the Mustang is basically you purchase a Mustang through Ford, but since it's a an OEM-assisted program, the warranty is out. You can retain the warranty by oh. going to Celine and getting the Celine packages added. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think just Celine takes over the warranty though, like part of the stuff or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it's similar to that, but this is just for the convertible stuff. So it's a drop top customs out of uh, Florida. And anybody want to take a bulk part guess at what the conversion will cost? 30,000. 
30,000. Did you look it up ahead of time? No. Leo? What? Cost. Oh, 50,000. 50,000. Holy shit. Uh, the cost is going to be about $26,000. Additional? Additional, buddy. Oh. And I'm assuming it's only V6 only. Um, I don't know. The car they have on display here is a fucking demon. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, man. Yep. And on the thing says pretty much ship us. So you got to pay for shipping too. Ship us your 2008 to present challenger at your expense <laughs> using your chosen uh, transporter. Once received and inspected, we'll remove the top, reinforce the chassis, and install motorized canvas top and finish out the car as a convertible. Once complete, you will arrange for your transporter to pick up the car and deliver it back to you. We do not handle any of the transport services. Oh, you got to take care of it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, this is not, basically not for poor people. Oh, absolutely not. If you're paying 26 grand to turn your boat to a bikini top boat, like, nah, you're on a different little little uh, affluence there. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> that poor chassis is going to be flexing super hard. The what? That chassis is going to be flexing super hard. They say they reinforce it. Uh, Supposedly. Uh, <laughs> hey, but that resale value in like 20 years would be crazy. You think so? Well, hell yeah. I mean, resale value is also only as far as, you know, the desire for it is right yeah actually yeah. no uh a lot of like rare cars that have like only 500 made convertible from this other company they'd be selling like triple what it's originally worth because the rarity okay. even though like let's say not, not a lot of people want them because it's a convertible and super rare and it's x amount of made the the price of that woof, off the roof okay kind of like cyclone convertible because it's convertible boom expensive i can see that yeah 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 i can see that maybe for the collector i guess just for the general enthusiast i feel like convertibles are not there at least out here in europe apparently they're popular for some reason really and <laughs> britain yeah where it's always gloomy for some reason everybody wants a convertible huh i've never 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 i've actively avoided them who hasn't I think the only one I want is some sort of PT roadster, cruiser. but that's mostly just because I want to check the list of having owned and driven a, a roadster. What you want is a PT Cruiser Turbo or no. A Murano? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the two you want. I, I feel like I got to try a roadster just because just by its inherent nature, they're convertible. Oh, but easy. I almost know myself I'm going to end up hard topping it if I buy one. Easy. Get a Murano hard top. No, <laughs> an, ecl an eclipse spider convertible. <laughs> wait, wait, a Yugo convertible. No, this is where we ignore him now. <laughs> Talking about all these random convertibles, I did we have can, something what we can do is we can buy a convertible fox body, no, beat the hell out of it, and then gut the motor out for some fun, fun stuff. You got the motor, you gave it to me, and I put it in my cell. <laughs> and we call that donation. <laughs> well, talking about convertible and making random cars convertibles. This one car, I'm surprised it haven't been made a convertible. You, would you guys like to guess what kind of car I'm thinking of? What kind of car you're thinking of? The MRS? The FRS. Actually, Tony, you're actually right. 
it would it seems like it would fit more <laughs> yeah i just say yep. mrs because i know he likes that car and the car is just ugly as fuck it's already convertible so why we make a convertible to a convertible that makes absolute zero sense manny you smooth brain <laughs> the double convertible power right there <laughs> that's your man tony <laughs> i i don't know <laughs> I don't but know. Yeah. Double convertible power. <laughs> <laughs> you take out the window. You put another convertible right there. A rag top there it front. is. Exactly. Um, I'm surprised they haven't made the GT86 a convertible yet. I feel uh, like it doesn't need to. Just like the, literally, just like how the Challengers and Chargers don't need to be convertibles. But like, hey, it's out there now. Because technically, look, if they make that a convertible, technically it's a roadster. Is it? Technically, yeah. It's a two door. I mean, not two door. Um, what is a two door and a two seat, two seater? I thought it's a four seat, isn't it? Let, let's be real. No one's going to fit in the back seat. Yeah, but that's the same thing. You got to have, Mustang, you, you like... got to cut your limb off. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the same thing like the Mustang. The Mustang, like nobody's going to sit in the back of the fucking Mustang. It's uncomfortable as fuck. But you still have somewhat room back there. Only for the passenger side. The driver's side is going to want the, the seat all the way back. Well, it depends how, t- how tall the fucking person is. If we have Manny in or you, Tony, that's different. We were talking about oh. me, and yeah, we have room in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But with the well, GTA 6, well, see, that's I tried kind of the same thing with that, right? No, with no, I tried, I tried it. I put it on um, my height adjustment, you know, a whopping menacing 5'6, five, 5'7 five, on a good day. And then try to sit, sit in the back. No, I gotta cut my whole leg off. That leg yeah. gotta go. All right. Well, I'm, I'm not glad even body they have made it into a convertible. They should. That would be interesting. I don't know. I can't. Well, I was gonna say I kind of like it. I like it's, it. It's like, like on my list, but I don't know if you guys heard all the little drama things going on with it lately. Oh yeah, I heard of it. The basically some guy that uh took his car out to an HPDE day. Oh, RBT yes. got broke loose and fucked up his engine. It clogged up the oil pump or the pickup tube. I'm and sorry, apparently the oil his warranty, even though Toyota's heavily marketing the aspect they're of- handing out a track day and a NASA membership. Yeah, they're they're basically trying to say that these cars can handle track abuse, but now they want to like punish the consumers. Yeah, for actually doing it. Bullshit. Yeah, no, it's, it's utter bullshit. Bullshit. Like I really, really liked the 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 new GR86. Mm-hmm. I really liked it, and it was really on my list. But this kind of makes me like, yeah. I mean, it can still be on your list. Like, it's just traded in the the Outback. Well, no, because I don't want to fucking pop one of those fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, def- definitely not Outback trading worthy, right, Tony? Mm-mm. Yeah, correct. It's not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I, I we just need some more wagons out here. I need another wagon. The too sad bad. part is that too, too bad we, Americans yeah. don't like wagons. Yeah, too bad we live in the United States. Everybody wants a uh, what's that crossover. shit called? Crossover. Yeah, unfortunately, I need my fir- another wagon. <laughs> my first crossover experience was a cord crossover. That's my real the uh, cord crossover. Oh, those really weird shaped ones. Yeah, it's that too has an identity crisis. You know, know what, what car to be. I'd like to pick up as like a fun little project? A CTSV. A juke. No, nah, like an early 90s Accord wagon. Ooh. Oh, they're really good at track. They're they're fun fucking cars. Okay, I were, see you, Tony. I see you. They were using not the wagon, but 
the those chassis was used in the JTCC and the BTCC. Yeah, I wonder how lightweight you can get one if you gut it out. Really light, actually, stupid light. For a wagon. <laughs> for a wagon, no, definitely for a wagon. Yeah. All They're right. Really good track cars, too, actually. I've seen one. I've seen one. A, I think the guy's like out of the East Coast or something, and he races in that uh, Honda Challenge. Is it a, the Jack's livery one? Uh, you know, I don't remember the livery on it. There's one with the Jack livery with a really? Type R motor, the new Type R motor. Hmm. Okay. No, I don't think he had the new Type R motor. This this guy was racing in Honda Challenge, so he was probably running like an H22 or a B18, probably. Just because I know H22s are a pretty popular motor for that, and they'll have like the five-speed setup in there. Oh, H22 making a comeback again? No, I just mean for those wagons. That's a really popular oh, okay. popular setup. Yeah. Like you still you can still see those every once in a while, like out on the streets. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and considering he was racing in Honda Challenge, I don't think he was running the brand new Type R motor. For sure, he wasn't. But it was pretty cool seeing the wagon dip around. So it did get me thinking. Like, man. I'd have fun in a wagon. <laughs> Just get yourself another Caprice wagon. That's a little bit big for racing, but I would be down to get another Caprice wagon too. <laughs> Last thing up, fellas. We were just talking about the death of Challengers and Chargers. Yes. yes. And now we have the big change coming for Corvette. We got the E-Ray. E-Ray. Okay. E-Ray. So the first E-Ray Corvette is actually going to be the first all-wheel drive Corvette and Ever. an electric motor up at pushing the front wheels. That's how they're achieving that. It's going to be like a little tiny... E-Ray, I think of like Evil Ray for like villains and stuff. Oh my God. I don't know. I'm just wondering how many years of like electric cars before it normalizes and we don't have to put E before everything. Yeah, I, I know what's an electric car. He doesn't yeah, tell like me. That. I'm getting kind of sick of the E everything. <laughs> kind of like how they put I in front of everything to make you feel smart. Yep. Like iPhone, i3, i4. I already know it's advanced technology to put an I in front of it. <laughs> so apparently this is going to be a hybrid, right? Okay. So it's going to have, like I said, the electric motor in the front. And at least from what uh, from everything that's been out so far, it seems that they fully expect it's going to retain the 6.2 V8. Okay, mm. so keeping the LS? No, not LS. Was it LT? I think that's the LT. Yeah, okay. it should be the LT. So they're thinking at least anywhere between 50 and 100 horsepower added for the electric motor. Huh. I'm assuming that the electric motor is going to be two AA batteries, right? Probably, yep. Yeah, most likely. And of course, with it being still mid-engine, most likely the electric engines in the front. Yeah, I, I mentioned that in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping, you know, really, that's really just going to make it more balanced, right? More balanced, more grippier, really advanced in, um, in track. Yeah. Well, I'm sure with the electric motors in the front, they can actually get take advantage of some of that torque vectoring technology and really get that traction control kind of upgraded, right? Yeah. Yeah, and well, we won't be I don't know them. how good they are with it, but <laughs> and, and hopefully we don't see them getting flipped on the trek. You remember that one? Or catching fire. 
new corvettes when they roll out they tend to catch fire sometimes or hey. they just have leaky fuel lines and that might have been user error but <laughs> <laughs> oh that was definitely yours error, right leo yeah definitely definitely he fucking well aware of that one so yeah on a uh, i'm hoping it's really good just because this is the way it's gonna go right Gas is going to go away whether we fucking like it or not. Because I haven't seen any more like breakthroughs going on with alternative fuels, right? And it doesn't help that Biden's selling our fuel to China while he's asking other countries for more fuel. (laughs) I don't know. But it's like we for a while I was chasing down those um, alternative fuel updates, right? Mm -hmm. So I was chasing those down and going like, all right, um, who's making what? We had Porsche making one. And who was the other company that we had? Shit. There was another company that was making one that was going to be a little bit more affordable. I know Porsche was already racing with their fuel. Well, that's right. And like the, the combustion put out way, way less emissions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it seems that they can run it on a regular ice motor. Mm. So I'm interested to see where it goes because I haven't seen any more updates on alternative fuels. And if this is the way we're going to have to get our fun cars then i hope they succeed <laughs> this will be good i was this will be good like, this... all right go, go manny go ahead manny go okay. ahead we can always design a, an engine for that runs on water and then get assassinated there, there no there is a guy who actually made one he running on his uh, amg v8 and actually runs on water i think i've seen a video of that one actually yeah he i don't know how but he's not telling anyone because he want to get killed well, yet it's some sort of uh hydrogen right water yeah yeah that the biggest biggest thing about um about hydrogen is really 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 just how volatile it is and how the, are you going to keep everybody from blowing the fuck up though the way he did it because he's, he's still like racing it fucking do all the crazy shit he still managed to fucking get away with it and he yet to explode on him and he did like a little concept of how it works and everything yeah, so is it like converted on on demand or is it like uh through through cells? It's on a tank in his engine bay. It said he said it has to be a supercharged to to manage to make it work. Cause it has, so it's just, on a so it's on cells like yeah. a tank. Yeah. Yeah. And see that's what makes it kind of sketchy, right? Because if he did crash, that shit is gonna explode a lot more violently than gas. Yeah. Oh, the way he explained it is like as normal combustion as a gasoline because of the supercharger it's actually helping it um, uh, regulate the compression of the motor. But that and doesn't change that there's hydrog- a container of hydrogen in the back, right? No, no, and not in the back. It's just a little canister right there, right by the engine, like a big, let's say like five gallon, six gallon water. It's just literally a, a water. So it's tank. being converted as it runs. Yeah. That's what I was asking. Okay, that's what yeah. I meant. Like, is it is it being made on demand or is it actually being stored in a cell? Made on demand. Not the water. Made on demand. Made on demand. Okay. Yeah. If you can figure out a way to make it quick, quick enough, right? That'll actually be safer than actually holding it in tanks. But I imagine you'd need a shit ton of water to actually roll through that because it's gonna you know, not, go through it so quickly. Not really. He's averaging like 20 miles per gallon. 
And this is all hydrogen, or is it he's using it as a hybrid to extend his range? Uh, all hydrogen. Interesting. I got to look for it again. It actually piqued my interest when I saw that. Yeah, I'd have to look for it, too. Okay. Yeah, because my understanding, once you start converting that thing, it's going to go through really quick. Yeah. He even showed, like, every random shit. Like, there's water. He did a little Gatorade test, soda. And it still compresses it and makes fuel out of it. All because of the supercharger. For some reason, the supercharger is the main player of this. Yeah, but the supercharger also is forced induction, meaning if it's push, supercharger by its nature pushes more air into the mm-hmm. cylinders. Yeah, meaning you need more fuel. Fuel, exactly. So it's like you got to be making turning out a shit ton of hydrogen to feed that thing. Yeah, yeah. So all right, interesting. That'd be that'd be an interesting little experiment. Yeah. Let's make a hydrogen generator and blow up the G20. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> the G20 could be the run. test mule. The, the G20 could be the test mule. Test mule. Yeah. It'll be the last we're off for the G20. <laughs> yeah, before it, it hurts anyone else. Fuck, it might hurt us doing this. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Well, I guess with that, Manny, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find us? Yeah. You can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website, UnacceptedPod.com. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review on wherever you listen to iTunes, Spotify, and your local Apocalypse Radio Station 66.7 AM. Awesome. And if you guys have any questions, feel free to email us at UnacceptedPodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we will see everybody next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Moi, moi, cue. Tony, you want to hear a knock-knock joke? Fuck you. (laughs) Oh.